welcome to this week's episode of The Bourbon Hunters. This episode, Brett and Dude break into some Larceny Barrel Proof and Wild Turkey Rare Breed. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Unicorn Nation Apparel is magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com for some amazing designs or buy some awesome bourbon shirts from the link in our Instagram bio. Again, reach out to them at www.unicornnationapparel.com. This was a really fun conversation over some great bourbons, so sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. So, welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. We are Dude Pool and Brett Bryan, and we are without Tyler Schaefer today. Big surprise. He's only been on like four episodes anyway, so um, he didn't want to hang out with us. So we got a little treat today. We're going to do some a little rye-based bourbon and wheat-based bourbon barrel-proof comparisons. So we're going to do a Larceny Barrel Proof, and we're going to do a Rare Breed Barrel Proof. So two different uh, companies all together, uh, Wild Turkey and Heaven Hill. And then uh, which one do you want to start with? You want to start with the the weeded or the or the rye-based? Um, let's start with the rye-based. All right. That sounds good to me. So this one is also lower proof, too. So it's 116.8 barrel proof. So mm, what have you been up to, man? This is, uh, <laughs> I know what I've been up to, which is partially what you've been up to, but yes. Um, gosh, what have I been up to since we last spoke? Well, I mean, it doesn't even have to be since we last spoke ourselves <laughs> since the last episode, you had a birthday. You turned how old? This is true. I turned 39 years old. Not quite, not, not quite 40, 40 yet. So mm-hmm. got one year to go before my life is completely over. Um, yeah, geez. Celebrated. How does that nice... make me feel 45? <laughs> It's, it's just, a, it's that thing like with working out or with anything, it's that like that rounded number. Right. And like, and I like to think about when I was younger and like, you know, bench press was a big thing with guys. Right. Yeah. And 40 and, was over the hill. Right. You yeah. know I mean? You could, you could bench press 220 pounds, but you put that 225 and those big 45 plates and it's that like mental barrier. Yeah. And it's the same thing with 40. Like it's literally one day different. Right. It is. Cause every day you're just getting one day older. Um, so 39 and you know, 99%. That's, that's yeah. deep. Yeah. So, but you know what? I will say like, so I was really, really worried about turning 30 when I was 29 and um, it got in my head and then, and then it happened and I was like, I feel great. This yeah. isn't bad at all. I feel wonderful. And as much as I was worried about my thirties, they've been the, literally the best years of my life and I'm not just like exaggerating or anything. Um, so I'm kind of excited in a sense to turn 40. I really am to see like, what's the next chapter? What's going to happen? I will tell you when I turned 40, the wheel started just coming off. Like everything, like it was the next day. It was weird. Like all of a sudden I just started feeling different. Like aches and pains? uh, Yeah. And like not recovering as well after workouts. It was just weird. And it was, it almost seemed instantaneous. But anywho. I will say too, I celebrated at a, uh, a great place downtown um, in Grandview, I should say Columbus um, barrel and taps. Yeah, that was actually really good. We had an Elmer T. Lee pour. You had a couple E.H. Taylors and Blandons. Yes, and yeah. They have a really good uh, bourbon selection there. It's really nice. And they're also part of the Ohio Bourbon Society, I found out. So that's kind of neat. So if you want to go somewhere that actually has a 
um, you know, a, a good barrel selection. The, the bartender knew his bourbon. Like he was, I was trying to figure out what I wanted and he just kind of popped up an Elmer Tilly bottle and I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> and you can't just take what's on their website because I think they have so much rotating bourbon. Yeah. You can't, you know, really go off of it because they didn't have E.H. Taylor on the, um, on the list there. And then that was kind of a surprise drink from dude to me. And uh, I couldn't have been happier. That was, that's the first time I've had Elmer Tilly and it was amazing. And yeah, now I'm I'd on never the had it before either. Yeah. yeah. So I have to get one of those. I'm like, Damn it. Yeah. Cause it, the worst part about that is it's a $50 bottle of bourbon. But finding it for $50 is next to impossible yeah. unless you just happen to show up on a day that it, that it hits the store in Ohio anyway. We didn't really talk about the nose on this thing, I guess. I'm getting some sweet on the nose. I haven't taken a drink yet. I did. I blew right past the <laughs> nose. And... Yeah, so I, it is sweet. I'm definitely getting some sweet. Which is strange that this is rye-based and I'm getting some sweet. Well, but it, I mean, it is a... Um, it is wild turkey. I, I think one of the nice things about wild turkey is they seem, I feel like anyway, lately, and I've heard that back in the day, wild turkey was kind of just a college, you know, like Jim Beam. Jack That's how Daniels. I remember it back in the day. And, you know, not to knock on those because they have some great stuff too. However, um, rare breed for me in, in, you know, the past was always kind of like a cheaper whatever. And, and so it took me a while to come back to wild turkey, like after my bourbon, you know, journey began. Um, the wild turkey 101 um, surprised me pleasantly. And then the rare breed, I was like, I've got to have that. Everyone talks about it. I've never had it before. So I wanted to get it. Finally got it. Just opened this up. And um, yeah, it's so, very good. So it's got some sweetness. I can definitely get some, I don't know, maybe some baking spice or something on the on the nose a little, maybe. Might be because I already had a drink. <laughs> and then and I can taste the spice on the on the back of the the back of the palate. I think I have a little leftover sawdust in my nose too mm -hmm. that I'm picking up some wood grains. Yeah, some oak, some <laughs> pine, some pine. So yeah, that that takes me to um a project, part one of probably a ten part project. And that is that um we are building a shelving system out in my garage in hopes that I can take the downstairs closet, which is a pretty big walk-in closet, and turn it into a bourbon room, almost like a speakeasy. And I was thinking about doing like a, a um, bookshelf-based door so it looks like a hidden room, you know, and uh, galley-styled, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be long and thin. That's what she said. And um, it's going to be long and thin, but I was going to have one wall be like an exposed wall or maybe a fake, you know, brick wall or like a shiplap wall or something. And then the other opposite of it, have it be just complete floor to ceiling bourbon storage and then have like a live edge where you could come out maybe halfway where you could actually have some, uh, you know, do what we're doing right now, pour whatever. And then potentially having like a Murphy table mm -hmm. come down from the uh, shiplap side that allows us to maybe have a gathering of three or four people in there to sit and have a couple of drinks or something like that. Now the book to open the door, you have to put some serious thought into what's the book. What's going the book? Yeah. So I was thinking I might, so that's funny that you say that I was thinking I might like have a whole bunch of regular books. Trina collects a ton of books cause she's a teacher, but um, I was thinking what I might do is throw in like a, um, I don't know, like a Fred Minnick book or something like that. Okay. Like the only bourbon book in the, in yeah. the group or something and like that. And that's the one that opens it. And I don't know if I'm going to use a book to pull like, you know, Scooby-Doo style or something, <laughs> or if it's just going to be a lever somewhere at the top yeah. or something. I, I don't know. But if I did do a book, that would be like a Fred Minnick book would be kind of neat. I saw at um, or even a bottle of bourbon. 
Yeah, that's just a good fill idea. It up with some uh, like a, a that's been emptied and filled yeah. back up with some like brown sugar water or something. Yeah. And then <laughs> the Home and Garden Show had something like that a few years ago where I went, where they sold doors specifically for that. Oh, you can buy them; they're online. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is, is it's right underneath the door where it is now is right underneath my ductwork. So I don't know if I would be able to buy a standard sized door. That's the th- yeah. thing, and I want to make sure it opens out. So it doesn't go into the room and take away some of the potential storage space and stuff. So when you first walk in, it's an oddly shaped room because it's got like a slant back and to the right when you first walk in and everything else goes to the left. So I was thinking about trying to get like some barrel, some barrel heads and building like shelves in that corner. Now they'd be weirdly shaped, but the front, you know, you'd be Mm -hmm. able to tell they were barrel heads and then maybe making shelves out of those and putting some of the nicer bourbons and some lighting behind it and stuff so that when you open it, you know, the lights come on and lights up that certain area or something like that. I don't know. Maybe you can get Middle West Spirits to hook you up with a barrel head or something. That would be oh, great. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because we were they in there, we did that tour like that. Yeah. and there's barrel staves and things like that. Yeah. Just because I, mean, I didn't, I don't need them to be branded or something I buy from a gift shop that has a name on it. I just need some barrel heads. Right. So yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. And that might even bring in like the smell of bourbon into the, oh into that yeah. Room. Oh, oh that Could you imagine wonderful. opening that room and you just get a nice little waft of bourbon? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so nice. <clears throat> wrong hole oh wow oh man a little burn there that's, yeah it that's good though mm-hmm. that's really good i i accidentally uh i don't know what i did when i was swallowing that but but yeah the, i think the sweetness carries on in the front of the tongue <clears throat> or the, maybe the mid on the back there's definitely a spice which is you know probably a combination of either the proof or the rye excuse me no you're fine the uh, the second drink I had was because this is the first sip of bourbon I've had all day. I didn't wake up and start drinking or anything. Right. So I always feel like that first one you always have to kind of almost toss it out and get your palate, you know, um, ready for you know that drink and everything. And my dog, my dog, <laughs> that's how he whines. That's how he. It's like our Halloween episode, he though. Does it's these like weird this yawns. Ghost it's so yawn. Funny. Yeah, like, it just really caught me off guard. Well, he'll so okay. So right now, my wife is completely decorating the house with Halloween stuff. Um, it looks great though. So Trina's decorating the house right now and she's got, you know, boxes everywhere with, uh, the Halloween decorations and everything. And, um, I'm impressed by the way, there is a ton of decorations oh, and I love it. We, we go all out for Halloween and Christmas. I, I mean, just noticed black roses down here. Yeah. I mean, this is only partially done, so she's not done yet. Um, but Banks is such a weird dog, man. He... He gets up there, and if you hear him whining, it's because he's stuck somewhere where he doesn't think he can get out because he's afraid of the boxes. <laughs> so he gets like landlocked in these different places, and then you have to like coax him out of it. And he's weird with stairs, too. You have to like beg him to come up the stairs or he won't come. Hmm. He'll come down if he knows I'm down here. Like he came down here just yeah. now, but just he chilling. won't he won't go back up unless you coax him up there or you, he thinks he's going to eat or go out or whatever. But you have to like coax him up there. Bella's just like, oh, I'll go wherever. She didn't care. Yeah. I have an older dog and it's the opposite. It loves to go up the stairs, but when it comes down, it's like she's unsure of her footing in a little bit or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is really good. That yeah, it one, is. That one actually went down the right hole. The second drink was much better for me than the first one. Not that the first one was bad, but. Right. No, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, back to the, the speakeasy type thing that I want to put in. 
I have a couple of people who I know who do woodworking and stuff, and one of them's Andrew, and he is pretty pumped about the idea of doing it. I have to have him come over and look at it and stuff. Oh, nice. He hasn't been over here yet. I've just shown him some quick pictures. But like, I, the first stage of it is getting all the stuff that's currently in storage down in the basement out to the garage. And once we do that, and that clears out that room, then mm -hmm. I can start, you know, well, one, I can move my current bourbon stuff into there. And then when we start building it, I'd have to move it somewhere else, I guess, again. But um, but it's going to expand my storage by a ton. So, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. And, and the wife signed off on it, so that's good. That's, yeah, definitely a win. <laughs> and I like the idea of like an old school speakeasy with... Mm -hmm. Um, like the, the laminate brick type things that you put on the wall or Lots something of, of that nature. Yeah. Mahogany. But I was thinking, you know, some wood, you know, a mixture of like some bourbon books. And I was even going to try to do some really nice lighting so that if we wanted to do some podcasts from there or, you know, video podcasts, because mm -hmm. um, that's eventually the goal for us is to get on YouTube and do kind of what Fred Minnick does, but more of a sit down, you know, but, but a video version of it. And I thought if, you know, I've got the, all the software and everything I need to do that, but I would need a place to, you know, it needs to be well lit. It needs to be, a, you know, soundproofed and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, well, not soundproof, but acoustic friendly, I should say. Like sound absorbing material yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so it doesn't echo and everything else. But, I mean, I don't even mind doing it in here. Like, this is a pretty, Tyler and I have done it in here with that behind us and turned this so oh, that yeah. you get a little bit of a diagonal view. That's a nice view. I mean, your little bourbon shelf. Yeah, we can't do it like this because then you see the <coughs> mirrors. Mm -hmm. So you have to almost go diagonal and have the camera over there. But yeah, it worked out pretty well. And we did a podcast with um, Full Belly Blogger and um, Jesse Hubbard, who's a um, uh, bartender in town. Okay. And, um, you know, he showed us how to do bourbon, uh, a cocktail. He had us make a cocktail. It was really good. Um but yeah, I mean, I could do it in here video wise, but like, and I don't even know if I would use that room as a, you know, a place to podcast, but it's just, it'd be a cool place to, oh, hey, you're into bourbon. Come on down here. Let's yeah, check this out. Definitely. If it's a video and I think it'd be a great place to do it. Yeah. It'd be neat, but I just, it'd be a little packed. So I just don't yeah. know how well it would translate for video. Now, maybe if I'm doing something by myself, you know, just like a video review of something or an unboxing or a whatever, mm -hmm. that might be a cool place to do it. But I just don't know how well it would fit two or three people at any one time. Man, that is good. So, that rare, uh, rare breed. I can't talk. Yeah, I wanted to say rare bird. It is. Um, so let's get two more glasses here real quick. And then uh, we'll pour the Larceny. And then if we want to go back and forth between the two, we can pour a little more oh, rare yeah. breed and see. So Larceny, I thought the name of Larceny is pretty cool. So basically it comes from a guy who was a guard at a bottled and bond facility. Huh. And um, he had a skeleton key. Okay. That he could use to get into the warehouse or the Rick house. And he would go in and he would thieve out <laughs> bourbon out, yeah. of the, out of his favorite barrels. And so they gave the name Larceny. And I think the guy's name was John E. Fitzgerald. But that's why the key's on there. That's why the, you know, the, the bottle's named Larceny. Because he would go in and just basically steal, you know, thieve out some bourbon. And, and I didn't know uh, that. That's a cool story. Yeah, it's a pretty neat little story. Yeah. So that's that's their little homage or whatever you want to call it. Or uh, tip of the hat to that guy. So And this is a Heaven Hill product. Yeah. This is a Heaven Hill product. And we had um, the Heaven Hill tasting, but we didn't have Larceny when we were there. I was a little disappointed. I was hoping that we would yeah. get a little bit of that because they gave us a rye and they gave us the rest were just regular rye-based bourbons, weren't they? I think. Because um, we, had, we had an Elijah Craig barrel proof. We had the Rittenhouse. 
Yeah. Then we had the uh, Heaven Hill. The William, William Heaven Henry, Hill. Yeah. Or whatever, Henry Heaven Hill or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, um, And they told us a story about his name yeah, and how yeah. it was messed up and right. all that. And then there was a fourth one. Oh, uh, McKenna. We had a Henry McKenna. Oh, the Henry McKenna tenure. Yeah, so <clears throat> so we didn't have a, their weeded expression. So that's uh, that was a little disappointing because I've, I've been on the hunt for this larceny barrel proof for a long time. Now, this one is uh, batch B520, which means it is the second release of the year 20, released in the month of May. So the B is the second release, 5 okay. is the month, and 20 is the year. Um, the proof is 122.2 which is 61.1% alcohol. Um, so the the rare breed was 116.8. So, you know, this is a little bit of a bump in, um, you know, uh, proof. But sometimes, you know, that doesn't, like, one of the smoothest Elijah Craig's we had was the, was the highest proof. Yeah. So that doesn't always mean anything. I mean, as far as how strong it tastes, you know, the mouthfeel and, and how much alcohol comes through. You know, sometimes the aging process just, you know, uh, offsets that, I think. And that's what I was just reading on the back. It looks like it's aged for eight years is what it says on yeah, that. Yeah, so it's an eight year. I don't think the rare breed says. I think it's a mixture. It's a blend. I think it's a blend. I looked it up the other day because I had bought just a bottle of this that was randomly on the shelf. I yeah. was surprised. Well, they have it at the place on Bethel I tell you about all mm -hmm. the time. They have it there all the time. Um, this one, I just couldn't believe. It only comes, so larceny only comes in uh, cases of four. Oh, Wow. Most things I think come in cases of six. six yeah, um, I've seen some cases of twelve recently. Um, like what was it? Old Granddad I thought was a case of twelve that I saw recently, and um, there was a oh Old Overholt one fourteen was a case of it might have been more than twelve. It might have been like fifteen. Wow. But um, um, so things are you know different based on the brand, but the larceny comes in packs of four. So like every time it comes in, they get a case. It's gone. And it's yeah. Gone. And I just happened to go in the day that it was there and everyone else had picked the stuff left. And then they had found that in the back cause it was just a small box. Huh. And so they brought that in just as I was walking in at like 11 AM, their times at 9 AM. And it was interesting because I walked in, they just set it on the floor. I was like, I was like, oh, lar and then I was like, oh, barrel proof larceny. Because they always have larceny on the shell, yeah, on the, shelves. Know, the handles and the regular size. But yeah. So what do you get on the nose with this one? So it is weeded. It should be, a, as they say, smoother. It should be a little smoother. You know, that's the whole reason a lot of times people go with a weeded bourbon when they make stuff is they, they want that smooth, you know, finish. I don't get a lot on the nose from this. I don't know. You say this is eight years? It says eight year on the back. Yeah. I do feel like I get some oak though. I really have to stick my nose in there and breathe in through my nose. I don't normally do that when I do this, but and I'm getting a little yeah. bit of I'm getting a little bit of caramel and maybe maybe butterscotch. Maybe that's what it is. I'm I'm just getting a hint of something sweet on the nose. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I'm really shoving my nose down in here and I I don't get a lot. So I'm taking a drink of this and it does not have a very strong finish. No. Which I, you know, I didn't think it would, but I thought maybe with the one twenty two point two proof. But the eight years, like I feel like I get a butterscotch finish, yeah, definitely, and it's a I got a it long on the nose. Finish. So maybe that's maybe that's coming through on the on the palate too. Um, I'm gonna have to take a more drinks of this, I think, and maybe have a little water in between. Yeah. Um. So one of the things we, you and I, have been talking about recently of what could we talk about on the show. 
So you just had an experience. Um, you know, we are the bourbon hunters. We don't necessarily talk about hunting very mm-hmm. often. Um, but you just had a recent experience. It was a giant eagle Saturday. Yeah. Which here in Columbus, Saturdays, all giant eagles uh, release at the same time, 9 a.m. So people can't just go from giant eagle to giant eagle. They have to make a choice and go to it. So you went to the one in Hilliard at Britain, Britain Parkway. Parkway, yes. And tell your story. Yeah, this is funny. So I got there um, at about 8.20. So <clears throat> stand stood in line for, you know, 40 minutes. Now, and what was there? Did you know at this point? I didn't know what was going to be there. Um, the gentleman in front of me was saying that, you know, usually they bring the cart through, mm-hmm. um, at, you know, like a quarter till and you get an idea of what they're going to have. And I thought, well, if they don't have anything I don't want, then I'm just going to go ahead and leave, you know. Yeah. But they didn't. Even, they didn't even open until like eight ten. Didn't bring the cart through with the bourbon until, I mean, right at nine o'clock. So I don't know what was going on with them being a little behind. But there was a guy behind me, um, about two people behind me, and he said that you know he was here for the Buffalo Trace handles that they were handing out, and he said I have two bottles of Blantons in my truck, and he said I'm going to trade anyone a bottle of this Blantons for. Um, for one of these handles of Buffalo trace. He said, that's all I drink. He's like, I live in Marysville. And he's like, that's just what I want. And I had quite a few thoughts running through my mind at first. I'm like, Oh man, this is sketchy. Maybe Well, at first I'm like, Oh, this is great. You know, this is great. This is, you know, I'm, I'm here for thinking, Oh, this is too good to be true. Yeah, and that's the, the immediately after I thought this is great. That's what ran into my mind. I was like, because what's the Buffalo trace handle cost? Like around 50, something? like 50 something. Yeah. Very similar to what a, a bottle of Blanton's costs. Yeah. Now, but you're getting a 1.75 versus, you know, a 750 milliliter. But, but it has to be, I mean, I've walked into stores before and just found Buffalo Trace handles on the shelf and just oh, picked yeah. them up. Yeah. And so obviously- It's not very it's, common, but it happens. It happens. Yeah. But I've never walked into a store and just grabbed a bottle of Blanton's. Right. So I'm like, where- Five years ago, you would have been able to. Yeah. I'm like, where's this guy getting it from? Um, and is it something where, you know, he says, oh, I just opened it and the top's not sealed or what? like, I had a lot of questions that I wanted to see this and like, yeah. I wanted to see the writing on the bottle and everything. Yeah. So I, I didn't say a whole lot at first. And he did say the one gentleman behind him um, was already going to take him up on the offer. So he had one left. So I, I thought, well, you know, I'll go out and look at this in this guy's truck and think if, it, if it's a scam, I'll just walk away. So I told right. him, I'm like, I'll go ahead and do that other one. So, you know, they finally bring the cart through and they didn't have a lot on there. They had um, that Buffalo Trace. They had the Angel's Envy they were releasing. They released or not released, dropped um, a Basil Hayden 10 year. And then I think the only other thing was this rare breed um, wild turkey. So I know Michter small batch. That was the other one, but I've walked in and seen it on the shelves yeah, before like too. Yeah. Them, um, that Chateau Wine and Spirits, I think it is. Yeah. They have it a lot. So interesting. I'm like, you know, I'm like third person from the front of the line. And um, I had never had the Basil Hayden 10 years. So I actually messaged you about it and stuff. And I've never had it either. I've just, I've just read like ho-hum reviews. Yeah. So I was like, "Ah, I'm going to, and no one was buying the Basil Hayden at all either. And so typically that kind of, you know, deters me away from it a little bit. Um, So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this Buffalo Trace. So I turn around and I say to that guy, Hey, are you still cool with that deal for the um, trade in the Blanton's? And then this other guy goes, oh, no, I'm going to do it. He asked me first. And I was just kind of like, really? You know what I mean? He's like, at first I said no, but then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it is what right. this other guy you, said. You missed your opportunities is what I would have said. And I yeah. said, I'm sorry, but you already said no. You're bad. And I should have and I should have <laughs> dropped the birthday card because it was literally like my actual birthday that yeah. day. And I should have been like, well, it's my birthday. But I, I didn't even think about that. Listen, that guy wouldn't have given a shit. If he, if he, he wouldn't have. That, he wouldn't yeah. have given a shit. You would have just had to flex a little bit and just be like, no, yeah. sorry. You already said no. I said yes. So sorry. And, and then I'm like, do I really want to get into like 
not a screaming match, but like an well, argument with this dude, that's Giant the Eagle. the whole reason Giant Eagle does Saturday releases yeah. now is they had a fist fight at one of their locations for a Blanton's <laughs> or something like that or something yeah. stupid. And then people were just like, you know, going to all of the different release dates that they could. Like, you know, they would go here on Tuesday, here on Wednesday, here mm-hmm. on Thursday. And then so they got special allowance from OHLQ to release all on Saturday citywide. And and I'm like, you know what? I already have I have one bottle at home and then I have a 375 that we picked up that at uh, at the actual place. I'm probably never going to open that. I'm going to sometime. I don't know when. Yeah, maybe on a special occasion yeah. or something. But yeah. like that's a it's a derby bottle. It's got the mask yeah. on the buffalo from the COVID. Oh, does it really? Yeah, you I didn't even that? notice yeah, that. Yeah. So it's got the, that the is buffalo. So cool. The buffalo's wearing a mask in the in the on the sticker. So look at them. Yeah. I don't know if you can see. I can't see. I need I need readers. Yeah, you know it is. I can 100% see that. I can. I I've never been told it does. <laughs> it do, no, 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 it does. I cannot believe I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, I would have never noticed it. I like. I refuse to buy readers, and I, I see. I that still is really cool. I'm looking right at it, and I still can't see it. I have to take a picture of my phone or something and send it to you. You oh, might yeah, be able to like zoom it in or something. I can yeah. do that right now. Um, yeah, that is so cool. Well, yeah. Now I don't know if I'll ever open it, but maybe my 40th or something dumb, I'll open it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll do it on my 40th. Oh, wait a second. When you travel back in time. So, uh, so yeah. the end of the story, I kind of went on a little too long with that. Um, no, no, you didn't at all. That's funny. I got my handle of Buffalo Trace and I, you know, blurry added to the shelf and I love it. So, and Buffalo Trace is so easy to drink. It's, it is one of my favorites. Um, and I, sometimes I feel like I'm a Buffalo Trace whore because of, I like all of their products. I don't know if there's anything well, they have. I don't like, I, I, I mean, you get down into the weeds, like benchmark and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we had that benchmark foolproof, and, that and it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't something It I wasn't, seek. you're going to go out of your, oh, now I can see it. And I had to take a picture and zoom in. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so funny. But yeah, it was the September Derby 2020 release that we got these little uh, 350s or whatever they are. 300, what are they, 325? 375, yeah. Yeah, half of 750. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, and that's a barrel select, I think, too, right? Well, and what's really neat about it is it's the same stopper as the regular ones, mm-hmm. which I didn't think it would be. But yeah, these are this is a barrel select, a single barrel select from from the actual distillery. And that's which pretty is cool. Neat. Yeah. Because normally you see those from a store. Like I have a barrel select from local cantina in, in town. It was local cantina slash, um, what's the place I always go to that's on, um, that Katie Kaba always works, she works there, um, Gallows. Oh, I don't Gallows uh, on on tap or Gallows Bar or whatever it's called. Okay. So I've got that. That's the and I've had I've had two different barrel selects of Blantons and the rest have been just regular Blantons. Could you and taste three, the difference? I or I mean, could you a little bit? A we little? did a blind. Okay. Me, me and Tyler did a blind with um, the Gallows one, his that he had from Michigan, and then a standard off the shelf Blantons, and okay. they were they were different. Yeah. Not. So, I feel like single barrels should be a little well, different. Well, I mean, technically, with single barrel, every barrel has a chance to be a little different. Yeah. And that's why, like, Henry McKenna, for example, I've had some great Henry McKenna, then I've had some terrible Henry McKenna. Like, terrible is probably strong. Yeah. But not good. Not not something I would have been like, oh, 50 bucks, sure, you know? The one that we tasted at Heaven Hill, it didn't... It was okay. Exactly. It was just okay. It wasn't something that I was going to go like hunt. I've got two bottles back there. And when we got back from him, from heaven hell, I had another glass of it because I was like, Oh, I'm going to revisit this. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. It's not a $50 bottle of bourbon. In my opinion. I agree. It used to be cheaper and they just moved it up. 
So well, those things, I mean, bourbon's getting crazy popular too. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing that. They're charging more. Well, they're charging more for ones that have previously been outstanding. And the par- the problem with Henry McKenna is, I, you know, right now the, t- the one I've got open is okay. It's not amazing. It's okay. But that's the thing with Henry McKenna. The next one might be great. I, I feel like their quality control or whatever their consistency is just not there like Blends is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm amazed at how well you know. If you take everything into consideration about like these rick houses and the weather and the seasons that change, and I know they they heat with steam to try and keep it more consistent. Right. It is really amazing that they can keep it so consistent. Yeah, I mean the fact that these are single barrels and their taste yeah. profile is very similar from barrel to barrel. Now I know they probably throw some out. Yeah. You know, I'm they sure they throw some out that just don't match or whatever, and they go to another, you know. Another blend. Another blend, like something else, or they become something else, I'm sure. I'm sure um, some of them come like Buffalo Trace or something like that, or an EH2. Well, and, and that's the thing. We have to look, you know, <clears throat> at what the different mash bills. There's not a ton of, ma- like the mash bills for Buffalo Trace. Don't they only have two, mash bill one and mash bill two? two they have two rye mash bills, and then they have... Two rye mash bill bourbons, I should say. Then they have a weeded mash bill, which is what they use for pappy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So on mash bill number one, that's where your Buffalo Trace and all that stuff comes from. Mash bill number two is Blanton's. And that goes with, um, you. so you get out of that mash bill, you get, um, I'm trying to think. See, it's like he won't go like this. Yeah. Um, so there's four different Blanton's that get released in that. But then there's also Ancient Age. Yeah, I knew Ancient Age was the same. Um, there's Elmer T. Lee. Oh, that's amazing. And then there's Rock Hill Farms. And there's, I think it's Hancock or something. I can't, this is a terrible, terrible image to try to read. Um, here, this is better. I think it's Hancock. Um, but yeah, you got Rock Hill Farms, Elmer T. Lee. Um, you have Ancient Age. And then you have Hancock's. Those are, those are the only four different you know, uh, bottles you get out of that. And then their mash bill one gives you Buffalo trace. It gives you the EH Taylor's. It gives you stag. It gives you stag junior. It gives you Eagle rare it gives you, I don't know what that one is old something or other, but it's, it's just a bad old charter. Maybe anyway, you can't see it. Yeah. Um, and then their weeded mash bill, it does the wellers. It does, um, all the pappies. pappies. Yeah. And then you've got a rye mash bill, which does Sazerac and it does, um, you know, the, the, the Weller set, the Weller's rye. Um, and then you've got, uh, Abraham Bowman bourbon, which is, it's number one and number two. And then it's redistilled and aged in Virginia, but it's made at Buffalo Trace. Now I've had the ancient age. Have you, I think you have a bottle of the ancient ancient age that's aged yeah. for 10 years. It, well, it's a 10, it's not 10 year anymore. It's okay. called 10 star. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's ancient, ancient age, 10 star. It used to be aged 10 years. And I've got, I think I've got two bottles of that. Uh, one that's open. We did a blind with that and, and, um, blends. How did yeah. it do? It did. Okay. Yeah. It didn't, I mean, it was all right. Yeah. Um, that's not very convincing to just say it was okay. I mean, it's a $10 bottle of bourbon. The ancient ancient is it's something like that. Wow. I didn't realize that. Cause I know the regular, it like, might be 15. I don't remember, yeah. but it's, it's not expensive. Ancient. I know it's like a plastic bottle even. And it's everywhere. I can mm-hmm. find ancient, ancient age anywhere. Ancient age is tougher to find ancient, ancient age. I can find a couple places, <laughs> but ancient age is everywhere. Ancient, ancient age. There's two or three places. I know I can find it. 
at all times. But so let's go on to the next topic. And I'm really upset Tyler can't be here for this one. But if we had to choose five bourbons or whiskeys, doesn't have to be bourbons, but whiskeys or rye or whatever that you had to. So you were the end of the world was coming (laughs) and you had five choices of a hundred cases of five different versions of whiskey, bourbon, rye, whatever that you knew that you wanted to have for the rest of your life. So you had to narrow down the entire field out there right now and whatever the reasons are, whatever the reasons. So for example, my first category would be daily sipper. So I think my daily sipper would be Buffalo trace. I had a really hard time with this, okay? Because I didn't want to seem like, because I said earlier, Buffalo Trace horror. I didn't want to seem that way. But you know what? And you, I had, you end up there, you end up yeah, there. And I had so many scenarios. I'm like, well, you know, do I only put things in this that are easily available or are like current standards where I have to hunt to find them? It doesn't matter. And so I almost created like two lists with yeah. this. No, no, no. Um, yeah. However you broke it down, I told you, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just do it your own way. And so, and I did, I did make myself also like, so I've never had Pappy. I just haven't. Yeah. So I can't put something on my list that I've never had. Right. No, that's a good limitation. And so I did do that for me. Um, I and, have had Pappy with uh, Lathan Aaron. Oh, uh, which was it the, which year do you know? I think it was the, is there a 15? There is a 15. I think it was yeah. the 15. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't the 12, and it wasn't the 20-something. But so, still, it was Pappy. Yeah. For my daily sipper that I had on mine, I actually had initially had Buffalo Trace, but mm-hmm. I had to pull it off of there. Um, I put the old Forester 1910, that double oak that we did. I mean, I guess if there's no limitation to what you can put on there, I mean, it's a, it's a finished bourbon from Old Forester. Old Forester, I love their mash bill. I do. I love Old Forester. So, so just to go back to where you were, I was thinking for me, for Daily Sipper, I was thinking something cheap, which in this scenario doesn't really necessarily match up. It doesn't have to be cheap. Um, it's, but it was between it's relatively, Old Forester 100 and Buffalo Trace. Okay. Those are like Old Forester 100 is so mm-hmm. freaking good. It is so good. Yeah. Like for it to be a $22 bottle of bourbon. So, so for me, it was, there were three choices. It was Old Forester. It was the early times bottled in bond. Oh, that's so good too. And there was Buffalo Trace, and and I just chose Buffalo like Trace because dessert that bottled in bond from early times. It, it is, is like so freaking good. dessert. It is so good. I need to get another one. I, I've got three. I have two. Well, I one have and a half. Two left. <laughs> I think I've got two left. I think I just finished one, so I've got two left. I'm pretty sure. But so the party source, I picked up one, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember where I went, and I picked up a third one. I was like, I'm going to get rid And as soon as I got the third one, so I listened to this uh, podcast called The Black and Brown, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I think it's like four black guys, and one of them is Delvin Cook, who's a <laughs> former uh, NFL player, and they say one one to stash, one to smash. <laughs> I was like, I love that. That's cool. That is such a cool yeah. freaking saying. It is. So, uh, but they're like, uh, their, their, their sign off is, um, what is it? They, I don't want to mess it up, but it's like stay black and keep it Brown. <laughs> so the, it's black and Brown, like they're black yeah. and they're drinking you brown know, bourbon. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's a pretty good podcast. Like, I don't think they've hit their stride yet, but their personalities are good enough that I think that, um, it's going to, if they figure out some audio things, and they figure out a format, I think they're going to be really good because like their personalities are really good. So anyway, so 
So that's your daily sipper? Is that, 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 yeah, the 1910 is what I put as my okay. daily sipper because it's it's easy to find. So I think we both knew we were going to do a daily sipper. Yeah. So I'd like to, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear what your other four <laughs> categories are. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. What's your next one? Um, my next one that I put on here is um, the E.H. Taylor small batch. And what did you, what did you put it as? Like, what's, what's your thinking behind that one? Um, that's something that I have been able to find at a lot of restaurants. You necessarily can't find it in stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy it. And I, this is kind of my list where I put like the hunting aspect out of it. Things, you know, it's not right, something right. that I don't have to find it easily, but it's very easy to drink. Um, it for me pairs well, like a lot of times with like foods, like certain steaks and things like that. I like to have it with, so it just, yeah. it made the list. I want to have a little bit of both of these again, just to do it. Another yeah. side-by-side comparison. I, I think I already know which one I like better. I think I like the rare breed better, but you know, what's funny is I bet you a year ago, I would have liked the Larceny, Larceny better Sarah. because I, I think I, I was a weeded bourbon guy for a minute. And um, I think I'm starting to enjoy the spice of your, the rye bourbon. Your palate's changing yeah, for sure. That, I mean, that's a little. Or it's just becoming more accepting to yeah. it. I think. I didn't like the spice at first on some of that stuff, and I think I took it as as alcohol strength. Mm-hmm. But now I, I'm starting to realize I think it's just the actual spice of the of the bourbon. What was second on your list? And I mean, well, I and, really have... and it wasn't a rated one through five thing. It was for me. It was categories. So my next one was like dinner party. And that's kind of what I did with mine, like pairing with foods and stuff. So mine was more of a, what are you going to make a splash with? Okay. Right. And it wasn't like based on these are my top five bourbons. That's not what this is. It was, you have to go to a dinner party. You want to take something that people are going to be like, damn. All right. So for me, that was going to be blends just because. And it could have been Pappy's, it could have been whatever, but I just picked Blanton's because I know everyone knows what Blanton's is. I feel like only people who are into bourbon know what Pappy's is. Yes. Well, I feel like a lot of people know what Pappy's is right now just because, so bourbon's becoming more and more popular. But but the people who know are probably more bourbonites, you know what I mean? Like Everyone who's seen freaking John Wick knows what Blanton's is. Everyone, yeah. everyone knows what Blanton's is. That little is. Easter egg of Blanton's yeah. in that movie. And they've, they've most likely seen the bottle somewhere. It's a very somewhere, attractive somewhere. bottle. Right. Yeah. So when you, show up to a, a, when you show up to a dinner party and maybe half the people there know bourbon and the other half don't, they're going to look at that bottle and be like, what is that? Mm-hmm. The other half's going to be like, oh, they got Blanton's. Okay. So that was my thinking behind that. I was so torn to put whether I could put Blanton's on my list or not. Yeah, you can put whatever you want on your list. You know, man. I didn't though. And, All right, that's and I, fair. the only reason I didn't is because I'm almost to the point where I'm fed up with Blanton's because <laughs> No, I hear you. It, it, listen. It's became so like mainstream. Right. And my thing about Blanton's is in Buckhorn Podcast, I think it's kind of the same way. If you can find it on the shelf every day for fifty bucks. Yeah, I would buy it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you know, the collecting, the stoppers, the, the bottle shape, all that stuff. It's amazing. As soon as you have to go to secondary, it's, it's a $50 bottle of bourbon and it's a good, it's a really good $50 bottle of bourbon. I would pay 75 for it. I mean, I think it's 57 in Ohio MSRP is the, so then you pay like 62 out the door after tax or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is that. Right. 75 i could i could reach i could reach to 75 75 plus tax and i paid more for that for a bottle of blends so like i bought a case of blends 
um, with Tyler and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were paying 75 bucks a bottle for that. I but, that. But I was able to get a whole bunch at one time. Right. And it was the convenience of it. I mean, there was just a convenience factor. I didn't have to hunt. I didn't have to stand in line. But again, if it's available in every store, it's, it's a $55, $60 bottle of bourbon, and I had to have no problem buying it. What cracks me up is all the people that hate it because it's popular. They hate it because it's popular. Like, oh, Blanton's is overrated. I'm like, it's not. It's if not you, overrated. It's overrated if you're paying $200 for it. I guess I'm over the hype of people wanting to drink Blanton's for the name. Like, I have a friend that thinks it's the best thing ever, but he's never had it. Right. And so I'm like. That makes no sense whatsoever. Right. I know. And I'm just, that's why. And then I, they build it up in their head. So they're either yeah. going to love it because they finally got it or they're going to be like, oh, what was all yeah. that all about? You know, if they're honest with themselves. Yeah. I hope he's not going to listen to this podcast. I don't. I don't Who cares it, if he does? Right. But I mean, it. listen, we've all been there. When I first started into this whole mess, I was ignorant as shit about, about bourbon. Well, I had no idea. Yeah. I only say that because I'm going to throw it in a blind that we're doing later this month and not tell him that I'm even bringing it. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it in a blind. Well, throw some ancient, <clears throat> grab yeah. some of my ancient, ancient age. Yeah. I'm going to do. Take um, some from me and I'll, you can take it or if you have regular ancient age. Yeah. I don't have any regular ancient age right now, but I'm definitely going to throw Blanton's in the blind just to see, you know, if, if he raves about it, if you know how he feels, if he's just like, eh, it's okay. Now, revisiting this larceny is not, it's not bad. I like the larceny a lot. I do. Yeah. I like them both. I, I do. And I'm trying to, it's Tyler and pick. I, Tyler and all, I, Tyler and I have said a lot of times, there's not very many bourbons we don't like. Yeah. I mean, I, I can drink. Oh, so we came home from Elmer T. Lee the other night that was so and good. I poured some Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Really? And I was talking to Britt Smith, um, Heather's wife, um, mm-hmm. you know, I know from, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and we were talking on, uh, Instagram and she had posted a picture. I can't remember what it was now. And I was like, Oh, what'd you think of that? And she's like, eh, it was okay. Is she a bourbon drinker? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. They had a bourbon okay. room before they sold their house in Powell or Dublin. They, they, and went down to German village. They had I'll a bourbon damned. room and everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're big into bourbon. I did not know. And that. she lives, her, pa- her family's in Kentucky. Okay. So they go down there yeah. and they'll, they'll buy stuff. It's crazy what they find. So shout out to Britt and Heather if you're listening. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she, I said something. I can't remember what she posted. And I was like, oh, is that any good? I've heard, oh, it was Cooper's Craft. And okay. it's from Cooperstown <laughs> up in New York. And uh, I've heard it's a really good like $20, $25 bottle of bourbon. That like if you can get it, it's a good. They have two of them. And, and I, I can't remember which one it is, but I think it's the white label. And it's really, really good. It's, you know, for $20, $25. Well, she had had it that night with something else. And she was like, well, I don't know if it was potentially what I had before or whatever. And I think that's what happened with the Buffalo Trace. I just had Elmer T. Lee. And then I come home to Buffalo Trace and I'd had pizza and a couple other mm-hmm. things. And I think it threw off my palate a little bit. And I, I mean, I say this, I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as I normally enjoy Buffalo Trace. It was interesting. It was it was totally interesting. And so just for that reason, last night I had another glass of it just to, and I was like, Oh, okay. It's, it's fine. good again. <laughs> it's good again. And that, that that goes to say, like Fred Minnick will even tell you, he's he says, you know, something that you just truly love, you might have a bad day. Attitude, you know, the type of day you had, the stress, that all affects your palate. What you've eaten throughout the day, if you had too much coffee one day because you needed a pick-me-up, mm-hmm. or if you had some garlic, they say garlic really throws off your palate. I feel like I've had that happen before, too, and I'm trying to remember. 
what bourbon it was off the top of my head, but I was like, this is terrible. Like I used to love this. It may have even been Weller. Yeah. Um, and I'm still, you know, new at this. I'm a greenhorn, obviously. Um, but I'm finding myself starting to like the higher proofs and stuff now. I love the high proof stuff. And so, you know, I'll go back to Weller, which Weller Special Reserve used to be one of my absolute mm-hmm. favorites. And it's good. It's just a, it's good, it's a nice, easy drinker. But it's it's almost like a little too soft sometimes now I'll drink it and I'm like, I'm not getting hardly anything out of this because mm-hmm. I'm so used to, you know, higher proofs more, you know, and yeah. I've said before, I like bold flavors in general. Like I drink my coffee black. Right. Um, you know, I just, I like I, those. I don't do that because I enjoy my, I, I, I like myself. <laughs> I love black coffee. No, like it's fine. Just dark, bold black coffee. And I think, you know, it's going to be the same with like bourbons as I'm getting more and more into this. I like these darker, more bold flavors. Yeah, I, I'm which, definitely getting that way too. Yeah. But but I'm still enjoying the lower proof, like the Buffalo Trace. I'll go to that on an easy night. And like, for example, we go to the Crooked Can mm-hmm. here in Hilliard and it's an outdoor like drinking area and whatever. And, and I'll just take my Yeti, put a big cube of ice in it, pour in some Buffalo Trace and, it, and I can just sit there and sip on that all night long. Fill it to the top. And I mean, it's, it's good. You can pre-chill your Yeti. You ever do that? Put like ice cubes in it. So if you know you're going out, take your Yeti and fill it full of ice and put the lid on and let it sit for a couple hours and then like dump the ice out and it's like chilled. And it, it How long will it stay that way? I mean, quite a while. Really? I've done it before. Yeah. It's like pre-chilling your but see, Yeti I don't almost. Need, I don't even, but like when I'm going out like that, I don't even mind. It's a mile away from my yeah. house, but I don't even mind having a little watered down bourbon that I can just sip on throughout the night. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, it's generally Buffalo Trace. That's why I have like seven bottles of Buffalo Trace because I'll, on a night like that, I'll drink a third of a bottle. I know I have a ton of Buffalo Trace too. Like, and I've got a handle. You have two handles now, right? I have right? three handles now. Oh, you have three? <laughs> <laughs> well, I should two and a half. Okay, let me say that. One of them, I've gone through half of That's it. That's fine. So I see I haven't opened the handles yet. I'm, I'm waiting on those. Yeah. So what's your next category? What do you think? So I put next in mind, um, and, and it's kind of playing off of what we just talked about, right? These these cask strengths and stronger things. Yeah. And so I wanted to put a cask strength in there, mm-hmm. and I'm still, again, I'm I haven't had a lot of cask strength things. I'm still exploring those and finding those. Yeah. Um. So I picked Maker's Mark cask strength on mine. Have you had that yet? And I have not, and I know I really can't. Regular Maker's Mark cask strength, not the forty six. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's good. It's um, good. I've had that. It's good. And so I, that's what I've picked on mine because I wanted to cast strength. Makers was one of the first bourbons I ever had. Uh, Makers is in such college. a nice entry, like a, a gateway drug to, to mm-hmm. bourbon. What's funny is I love Makers, but I never keep it in my house. I always keep a bottle of Makers, um, just the regular. I know. Um, I, I used to. And I've got a Makers 101 upstairs and I've got a shit ton of Makers Private Select, but they're almost all barrel strength. Mm-hmm. So like the, you know, back to the proof thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't have regular makers and I don't have make makers cask strength in the house. I have a 46 cask strength coming. It's a buddy has it right now and he just, he's had it for like a month and a half and he just hasn't brought it to me yet. But, um, but yeah, makers is good. It was, I was, so I was really torn with like my higher proof thing. Um, it was kind of like between this or one of the Russell reserves cause mm-hmm. I like their stuff a lot yeah. too. Um, the Russell Reserve single barrel, and I think it's a ninety 
proof. It's not real high, if I remember. The regular single barrel? Yes. I think that's... I think it's a 90. Right. It's like 90, 95, yeah. something in that range. It, it was yeah. like this number three. I had like three different things because then I was also like, I really like the old Forester 1920 because it's a 115 proof. Oh, God, that's that's so, so good. good. But I'm like, I already said the old Forester right. 1910. You wanted to mix it up a little bit. And yeah. so I did. I wanted to mix it up. A little bit of a different up. mash bill or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, like I said, I, I was very torn and I'm like, well, okay, if you're only going to have five bourbons for the rest of your life, I want more variety. And so that's why I picked the makers. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you on that for sure. So, so I, my high cask strength was the category for me was end of a long week where okay. you just, where you just want a long pour and you want to sit with it for like an hour and just unload, mm-hmm. like decompress. Which is important with today's. Right. I mean, we're all super stressed all the time and everything. Right. Now, this isn't fair because this isn't something you can find readily on the shelves, but I got this Taconic Distillery, and you've never had it, have you? Um, we ha- I tried one of the Taconics, I believe. I don't think you've had this yours. with me. I don't think you've had this. I've got an extra bottle. I'm going to give you a quick pour of it because okay. I think you're going to really just freaking flip your lid. Because this stuff, and tell me what you get on the nose, because it is freaking right in your face, and it is so good. Does this come from the Bourbon Enthusiast? Yes. Or, okay. This is a Bourbon Enthusiast pick, and they are a distillery. A they pour. were, the the uh, <laughs> head distiller is... Um, I got to keep these in line so I know what the fuck's going on. He's formerly Buffalo Trace, and he's in New York City now at Taconic. This is 122 proof. Their normal Duchess Private Reserve is not 122 proof. What do you get on the nose? Right off the bat. I get I get grains on the nose. You don't get any caramel on that? I, I nosed that I the other night and oh my god, it was nose. like it was like, oh my god, straight up caramel. I'm telling you, my nose has been weird no, the last fine. week. I think I have COVID again. That's fair. I, I really hope, do. I hope so. I don't, I'm not trying to like whiff into this. No, thing. no, that's I'm fine. trying to get like a big note. No, you're good. I get sweet. Yeah. You're, I get sweet. You're missing the caramel for I'm missing sure. The caramel I gave it to my wife sure. and she was smelling. She's like, oh my God, caramel. Yeah. And I, and I had, I was so excited. I almost did like a victory lap in my house because I picked up a nose that she picked up. And it was, I know you get caramel on a lot of things, but like the caramel on this is so heavy. The early time bottled in bonds, I get a ton yeah. in that one. Take a sip of that and tell me if you don't just, you may not, after having these two, you may not. But oh my gosh, it is it is honestly in my top five right now. I get a lot of sweet on the front of the tongue with that. Yeah. Um, it's very, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it has a longer finish, which I don't mind at all. Yeah. But I do get, and I still have sweet on my tongue. And I think it is like caramel now. Like it, it just took it a minute. Yeah. But it, what do you think about that? I would you don't have to like it. No, I do. Oh my God. This is like, I'm so mad because I have one more bottle of this left. This one's almost empty. No, that's and I am like going to be sad the day that this goes away. You can't buy that around here, I assume. No, this is a this is a special barrel pick. Their normal Duchess Distillery or Duchess uh, Private Reserve is not a, a barrel proof. I see. Okay, so this is a barrel pick for bourbon enthusiasts, and it's a hundred twenty two proof. Their normal it Duchess does not taste like a hundred twenty two proof at all. No, it doesn't. not at and all. It's so good. This is probably my favorite of all the bourbon enthusiast barrels or um, barrel picks they've done, bottles or whatever. This is probably my favorite they've ever done. I've got to sign up for them. And, and I'm not trying this to This one like... was not limited to one. Oh. So I picked up two. Anytime they don't limit it to one, I'm like, uh, if it's a reasonable price, yeah. I'll pick up two. And I'm like, 
I tell you what, man, this is by far, and we need to get this guy. We need to get him on the on the show. Yeah, it's. I was so I was at, like inquiring to you about like how this all works yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, and I was getting ready to sign up for it, and I was looking at their thing, and it was September thirtieth, and it was like you will be billed. It was like today and yeah. October first, and I was like, oh no no no, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Right. So and their then, bill date is October first. Almost all the Patreon things are October first. Yeah. Um, the first of the every first month, of every month right. yeah. and so then i was because i was like i was like getting ready to do it and then i'm like okay wait a minute i'd be an idiot if i did this right now so i do the dollar tier for this one okay and of course i do it right when COVID hits <sighs> because six months in you're then guaranteed to be within that year mm-hmm. included on a barrel pick which would be kind of like the bourbon 30 thing, but it would be more formal. They'd take you into a room. They bring out the barrels. They, it's a, that was really cool. The, the, the barrel was, pick we did. It was. So that was my first time ever doing anything like that. I think same for you. Right. But taking straight out of the, out of the barrel. Yeah, you're I've never done that. Much more of a veteran at this than I am. Yeah. Um, some things maybe, but not, that was, we did that together for the first time. And it's one of those like, Gosh, you're almost so over. Like, I don't know if you eat sushi or not. This is kind of off topic, but on topic, right? <laughs> so, like, they usually have you like eat like a piece of ginger sometimes between different sushi rolls to kind like clear the to clean your palate. And, yeah, yeah. and I almost felt like I wish I had like some something, kind of something crackers, something completely yeah. clean my palate. That was crazy. And then sample. I know so many barrel proof. Like you're taking a straight out of the barrel, and like unlike a regular barrel pick where they roll out you know four or five barrels for you, we had our run of the place. Oh, and there was like this whole section is it was overwhelming and like, I'm, I'm half, I'm like so intrigued on going back to our bottles that we picked because it might be shit. I don't think it's going to be shit, but you know what I mean though? Like it was all MGP stuff. I know. So that was, was, so, so it's good stuff. But the point is, is like, I was so overwhelmed by the end. How much was my how much was yeah. my palate thrown off because we were sitting there tasting straight out of the barrel stuff? Well, and I had the highest proof once it was finished with everything. <laughs> I and think I mine thought was mine, like one nineteen or something. Yours is like one twenty two. One twenty two, I think. Yeah. But mine was so sweet tasting. It was something that had like like a maple syrup. Did you do I think. a blend or was your I did straight? a blend? I did yeah. a blend of two different bourbons. It was like fifty. Did you do the one that had the marshmallows in it? Is that one of your two? God, no, I can't remember if it was marshmallow or more burp or maple syrup, but I think it was marshmallow. I thought, you I thought one was maple and one was marshmallow. I thought. Well, we and found then, that one that's like it, the barrel was still plugged and it said like, oh yeah, we reserve to, or keep something and right, we're like, hey, we had, open this up. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you took it from? Yeah. <laughs> that one was good. It was one of those. And then I think the marshmallow. I think, the marshmallow. I, think I blended those God, two. The, the, that was fun. That was a re- And that was yeah. the end of our long day. It was. And like <laughs> we had drank so many things that day. We should have probably done that first. first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny because, uh, you know, they had so many barrels and you're just like going through thieving stuff. Like, how about this? How about this? How about this? And you're trying not to get smashed. Yeah. Uh, and like the little chunks of um, like char in it. Yeah. And stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. It was. Yeah. And Cause a couple of them were almost empty. Yeah. You had to go all the way to the bottom and then you're like, well, shit, I'm going to taste it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> even though I can't filter. get a Right. Even though I can't get a, a bottle out of this, I'm going to at yeah, least I taste, taste it. it. Yeah. Did you give me your third pick or did I? My third pick, I think was, that was the high proof, right? Yeah. That was this one. Uh, this one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. brought this whole thing yeah, up. Yeah. I'm sorry. So the Taconic Distillery. Now this specific pick. Now again, this is Fantasyland. So right. I have as many of these as I want. But like that was my high end of the week. I want something that I can sip on the rest of the night. That was my category for cask strength, basically. 
So now my next, so I'm going to skip you because you've gone first every time. So I'm going to switch it to, so my next one would be a gift that you give to someone. Okay. So that was my fourth. I'm selfish. I didn't think of that. No, no, no. (laughs) Whatever. Like I told you, I said, whatever categories you want it to be. Maybe I should have said these five categories, but you know. So my next one we was... We can revisit this later too and do like another time and you can give oh, us like specific different categories. categories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and it might even change in six months. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I'd still like to hear Tyler's answers to this. So my gift to someone, and this is funny because we just went there together, but I think I'd pick the Luxro uh, Double Barrel because it's such a nice looking bottle. I have that listed oh, in mind, so the Luxro funny. 12, and I'm not shitting you. So, like, but the bottle is so nice looking. You know, this looks like a bottle that is like, and the stopper was just like so heavy. Yeah. And it just looks like an amazing bottle, right? And it's got it, some embossing and stuff. And it just, it was something that I thought if you give this to someone, they're going to think, oh my God, this is actually some value to it. I'm sad I didn't get one of those. I did get the Blood Oath, um, and I was so torn between the two. December. Yeah, I know. I'll pick one up when we go. We're. I hope we go back there. We're going back there. That was. We, we might even switch from Louisville to Bardstown as far as where we stay. Okay. Just because of the you know all the different stuff. All the going shit on. in Louisville yeah, going on, right? Right. Um, and who knows what the hell's going to happen after the election, election and all this stuff? I agree. Um, but I want to go back to that place so bad. I I'm a hundred percent getting one of those. I don't even know if we have to do the tasting again. Although I would, I would probably pay to do it again. But I, I, would pay I don't know. Twenty five dollars. I'd even just bad. walk in the door real quick, grab some stuff, and leave. Yeah, I would I'd do be that. okay with that too. Just so we could go to a new place. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've been telling so many people that you know, um, if they do the Bourbon Trail at all, any part of it, go to Lux Row. And I haven't done. I haven't even opened my Rebel Yell ten year yet. Single barrel. Yeah, oh, that was that was too. that yeah. was so good. That was very good. And I haven't even opened it yet. And it's a weeded. Like we could have put it up against this mm-hmm. and see what it was like. But I just I don't know. Anyway, so that was my fourth one. So my last two, I just picked them as I wanted to like hire in bourbons. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah. Um. I guess because I'm selfish and I picked them both for me. <laughs> whatever. But in in. I could share them with people too. Like I did think about that. Yeah, yeah. And I like the Lux Row because it's not one that doesn't have a lot of popularity to no, it. No, you don't like hear the much Blands, about that. right? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's why I picked it too because everyone's like Blands, 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 blah, blah, blah. That's why I picked it as well. And I would put that up against Blanton's any day of the week in a blind. For me, because it was a gift, yeah. I was like, it's got to be a cool looking bottle. That stopper and that, on it's so and, cool. And that immediately eliminated Pappies. I don't think the mm-hmm. bottles on Pappies look nice. They're not unique. It looks so, like a bottle of wine. So for me, the the like finalist for this was like an IW Harper, mm-hmm. where that bottle just looks That's like a almost cool like bottle. a decanter, you know? Mm-hmm. And then this, which I just think it looks like a, a just a really well-made bottle. And then, and the other one that I was thinking about was the birthday bourbon. I haven't had the Be- birthday bourbon. But it's, a, it's a cool it. bottle. I've never owned it, but I've had it. But the bottle's cool. So mm-hmm. I so that's where I was kind of coming from with that one. That's where I that's how I narrowed that down. But I settled on the the, the Luxro because I was like, well, that one I can again, and it probably shouldn't have been part of my decision, but I know I can go to the distillery and get it anytime. Yeah. So anyway. So what's your what's your fifth one? I, I had to put Elmer T. Lee because of what we had. It was so it was good. so good. And I mean, I'd had a lot of bourbon that night, and it was still delicious. Like, so let me ask you this. I, I took a drink, and I looked at you, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> right. How much of the environment 
that you're in at the time you have your bourbon, people you're around, the situation plays into how much you enjoy the bourbon. I think a lot. It Me does. too. Um, like, I wonder if we had Elmer T. Lee right now, if we would enjoy it as much as we did on Saturday. The only reason I say yes is because when we did the tasting at Lux Row, and I've said this several times and I'll say it again, that was my favorite tasting of that whole weekend. That was my favorite part of that whole weekend. It really was. Yeah, it was a good, it was, it was a good tasting. It was such a good tasting. I don't know. It was just amazing. Everything about it. And the tour was just generic. Like it was so like, okay, we've got watch COVID. This video. We're just, watch this video. You're right. <laughs> so like I was expecting yeah. nothing. My, my bar was down here. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you though. Yeah. That was probably my favorite of that weekend too. And then when we revisited the Lux Row in the blind last mm-hmm. week, it did well, and it did very well. That's why I knew. Like that's why I think the Elmer T. Lee would be just as good because yeah. that was a great time. You know what I mean? It was good friends, good company, and all that good stuff. Right. And it was my first time doing it, so I was amped up about it. And then we visited it in the blind, and it still does well. Yeah. So that's why I think the Elmer T. Lee, I would still like it just as well right now. You may be right on that one. I, 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 I'm just legitimately asking because I don't know, you know, like the Buffalo Trace thing. I came home that night, and it wasn't as good as I normally think it is. So I was just wondering. I, I know that there are times, and I've heard other people say this too, that when you have bourbon – and you're in a great environment, you're in a great situation, it makes the bourbon taste better. I would agree with that. You know? And um, I don't know. Like that Taconic, though. Like I've had that on a bad day, and it's lifted my spirits. It's been a great bourbon for me, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I'm really, really, really going to be upset when it's gone, when the second barrel, bottle's gone. They do a Mazanera. Um, oh, release once a year. I need to reach out. Like- I need to reach out to what's his name and um, find out when that's going to happen. I might drive up to New York just for that. I'm not flying there anytime soon. I know that, but but I would go up there just to try it, just to get that bottle. Like the what- Taconic, I want to support them. Like Taconic Tuesday is their thing. You know, like it, it's a what part of New York? I, it's uh, I don't like know. Upstate New York. It's or something. upstate New York. I don't know. I'd have to look where Taconic is, but. Um, but he was such a nice laid back guy and he came from Buffalo Trace. He, you know, he had some of the history, he understood some of that stuff. And I just, I want to support those guys. It, it, it's such a good bourbon. And the dog on it is like their, uh, the dog from their family or something like oh, that. Oh, that's cool too. I yeah. love that stuff. We had done, um, and I'm not a big wine person, but it's just kind of the same where, I had done some winery tours with the girl that I'm dating because she likes wine up in Traverse City. Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess there's something with like longitudinally. It's the same as Napa Valley. So they get like same weather patterns and really? junk. That's what I've been told. Oh. There are a ton of wineries up there. Again, I'm not that but, big of a wine buff. And it's latitude, not longitude. Oh, shit. But, um, but that's the, the interesting thing about that is like, even though the latitude's the same and the reason I remember that is change your latitude, change your attitude. Oh, okay. Um, so uh it's a Jimmy Buffett thing. Anyway, so it's like stalactites and stalagmites. <laughs> right. There's there's always some sort of, you know, remember I remember those. But the the I wonder how much the coast, how much the you know, the 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 fact that they're insulated from the ocean, mm-hmm. how much does that change things? There's that huge lake and stuff too, and you get like lake effect winds sure, and all of that. But, but like I you're getting some winter up there that yeah. you don't oh, normally yeah. get in Napa Valley. I mean they get some winter, but it's not the not same. Anything bad. It's not the same. Um but they do it, it kind of goes back to like the whole dog thing. They always name one of their wines after like one of the dogs on the farm. And at this like tasting that we did, it was literally like just their farm. 
and like on the um the front of the label is like a picture of their dog and i love little like small town things like just it brings it back to home um huge huge on that stuff that's big for me too so i I mean i 100 percent would support that taconic and um i would love to get a bottle of that which i know it wouldn't be the barrel proof but even just their regular proof I don't think they're in Ohio currently. So that was one of the things that we asked them when we talked. But, um, you know, I, I think that uh, for me, I think that um, that Taconic, he said that that Duchess is in, and what's funny is he had a bottle of that, that same pick. He had a bottle of it. So when we did the podcast with him, mm-hmm. he had that bottle with him and we all drank from the same okay. bottle. And it, so it was cool. kind of neat. Even yeah. though we were virtual, we all drank from the same bottle. It was kind of cool. Or from the same batch, I should say, or whatever you want to call it. That was kind of like that single barrel we did with the Four Roses. We all had that one. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of cool. Yeah. So it was kind of neat. But um, and he was just such a nice guy. Like it was just nice to. He was down to earth. He wasn't full of himself, and you know, you could be easily mm-hmm. as a craft distillery that's kind of got successful. Some, yeah. Yeah. You could easily be, and I could see like a you know like when I met. Russell at um you met Jimmy Russell? Yeah. That's cool. And he signed my bottle, my Kentucky oh, Spirit bottle. That. Yeah, I've got a I've got a signed Kentucky Spirit bottle from him. Just happened to go there on a Sunday. We weren't even planning on going to Wild Turkey. I worry he's going to die soon, not to be rude to I Jimmy, know. but he no, looks really unhealthy. Well, he's just an older guy, you know, yeah. old school. But I we went to Wild Turkey. We weren't even going to go there when Tyler and I went last December. Mm-hmm. Went on a Sunday. We're like, eh, let's just go there." He was just randomly there. Randomly there. Wow. And they had this, um, I can't remember what it's called, but they had this three uh, batch series that they, it was like old bourbon distilleries or old bourbon, I can't, I've got it in there, but Saffle is one of them. Okay. Um, Bond and Lard's another one of them. I can't remember what the third one is, but they had all three of them there behind the bar. And so I went up there and I started talking to the bartender and she was, you know, and just, you know, super nice. And I was like, hey, you know, what are those? And she's like, oh, that's our whatever series. I can't remember. But they're like little 375 milliliters. We tasted those Bond and the Lards on yeah. an episode. We did. And that's one of them. And and it was okay. But that the Saffle's the one that's really good. The Saffle's the one that everyone <clears throat> talks about. And it's it's always sold out whenever it comes in. But they're, they're still just the 375 milliliter bottles. They're not the full bottles. And so... But she was like, oh, yeah, here, try this. And so she gave me this. And I didn't pay for any of this. All I did That's was cool. pay for a um, an old-fashioned made from Wild Turkey 101. And so I just started chatting her up. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you should try this. You should try this. You should try this. And so she gave me all these three things. Then I went back up into the gift shop. And Jimmy Russell's sitting there on the um, – <laughs> just sitting there. Just sitting in a chair. I'm like uh, – and I see people getting a signature. I'm like, shit, I need to buy – and I had just gone to um, – Westport whiskey and wine and bought Kentucky spirit <laughs> and it was a single barrel selection from them. And I was like, damn it. So I'm looking around. I'm like, well, that's the bottle. I'm just going to have to get another one of those. So I bought another one, had him sign it and I was done. Like I was done for the weekend. So yeah. that, I was not planning on buying that. But I mean, you must have to with that because what other opportunity are you going to have that he's just like sitting in the store randomly? Um, so anyway, um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think uh, for us, that's uh, I've got to get to Coach CrossFit, but um, yeah, no, I, I understand that Taconic is so good. It is. I'm finishing with that one. I'm like, I'm it's good. That I for know. The last. Um, 
let's uh let's go ahead and finish on that note i guess sorry sorry i lost my train of thought a little phasic there it's okay. yeah and uh so i'm dude pool and brett Bryan, and we are the bourbon hunters uh, if you find us online please give us a review uh honest review it doesn't have to be five stars but tell we'll, us what you want to hear if there's something you want us to sample yeah, definitely. we'll gladly try and uh, grab whatever it is you guys want us to sample looking to do some more blinds too those are a lot of fun i feel like definitely. i give like honest opinions like unbiased opinions no doubt all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, keep an eye out. We've got an, a special. Uh, we've got a very special mm, yeah. in two weeks, I think. I think a so special too, yeah. uh, episode coming out, so you'll uh, want to be part of that one. A uh, big distillery that we're gonna. Well, it's a small distillery, but a a big interview for us that rising. we're gonna be doing. Yeah, yeah. up and coming. And uh, so keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, and uh, thanks for joining in. Thanks. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. 